0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Love is a Battlefield, the DV podcast. My name is Tilly Moore and this is episode 24. What happens if I fight back? Why? Why have we chosen, we, me, chosen this episode for today? It just came to me randomly and I started writing a few old notes in the old iPhone note app about it and it just flowed all the things, all the things that can happen will likely happen could happen if somebody is in a situation where someone's being violent to them and they bite back slash defend themselves. And it, it is important. I never even thought of this like subject as an episode before. And then I realized, hey, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. it's important. So it is Christmas. It is December. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas to you. Hope your Yuletide is gay. Now let's get into it. So what's the answer? In a nutshell, it would be no. And why? That's horrible, isn't it? To say no to someone who's being abused. To say, oh no, you can't Like try and protect yourself or defend yourself or fight back. But let me tell you the mind of these people and their determination to destroy in many ways. So I've said it before with my worst ever perpetrator that I had in my life and their determination, determination to destroy me, their determination to do anything they could to frame me as the perpetrator, to take the heat off themselves. They their whole part of their abuse was trying to do anything they could to set up me to look bad, so lying to everyone around me, making up stories, finding out about certain mental health diagnoses from me because I was a mental health professional and then using, like, symptoms I told them that were common for certain diagnosis to go and tell people around me, oh, yeah, like, she's been doing this weird thing lately, like, pretending he doesn't know what he's trying to hint at, knowing that those people know, and just being a complete fuck. Anyway, his whole goal was to frame me to protect himself, to enable him to continue abusing, because the victim before me, he was able to get them to say certain things to child services to frame themselves in a way that he then guaranteed that he would always get the kids over them because they said something that he got them to say that made them look a certain way. So he was always looking for like, you've got to cross your T's, dot your I's around him. He's looking for anything he can use against you because in that situation, he was able to have evidence, albeit fake manufactured evidence, against his victim so that they had no right, so that when they left for their life, like he was going to kill them, and when they left to save themselves, they couldn't, like the kids, like, yeah, I'm not going to go into do it because it's like horrible. It's really horrible what he did to small people and um, the victim before me, but It's that drive and it's not just him, it is very common in abusive relationships that the person is that unhinged and that unwell, they are trying to set you up to look like the bad guy so that they continue abuse. So what this person did was set certain things up so that person was cornered to sort of stay in the relationship and allowed him... continue abusing because he gets his rocks off for it. Like there's something wrong with him. He just cannot stop abusing women, plural. There is a list now of women he has abused. So this is where it gets into that episode I had called reactive abuse. Reactive abuse is Look, I don't know. Just scroll and find it. Reactive abuse is the episode about, you know, when they're trying to get a reaction out of you, which is so, so common with abusers. And then they try and record it, film it. Um, If it's like in text, they'll keep screenshots. They'll do anything they can. If you react, they will use that against you and make sure everyone sees that reaction. And they'll make sure that the narrative behind it is that you, they were fine and nothing was happening and you randomly just did that, which is actually the truth about them. Like everything was fine, I did nothing, and then he just randomly like threw me across the room and that's how he started his abuse. It was so weird, so weird, it made no sense. And so telling people, they're like, "Mm mm-hmm, because it made no sense, but nothing does with these people. So my first point is most abusers, are framing you from the start. Most abusers from day one will not delete your message thread ever. They will always keep message threads. They will even have apps where they're recording every phone call. Now, this is when things are good. This is when things are fine. But they know who they are and they know what they do. And to be that calculated and manipulative makes you sick. But that's what they're doing. They're always ready to gather dirt on you knowing that they... Can set something up to sort of blackmail you Like, oh, well if you tell the police I did that I'll tell everyone or I'll tell them this and that And I'll show them this and that They always try and have And falsely manufacture if they can't have Like in my case, I gave him nothing So he falsely manufactured stuff To try and sell the idea that you're the abuser That is a big thing for them, So in saying that, when we talk about fighting back or defending ourselves, oh, we can't. We really, really can't. These people are sick in their head and they are looking to get you any way, shape or form. So what they would absolutely love to do and what my worst ever abuser wanted to do, oh, I remember I used to say, Someone I knew once. (laughs) So what they did was they wanted to get me charged. They wanted to manufacture lies and evidence against me. And that's why he injured himself. Once he'd been arrested, once the police showed up, he'd always injure himself. And I laugh because it's like, there's something wrong with you, mate. Like, row the fuck up. Who the fuck is an adult? And like a parent. And like not 20, like older, and actually plays fucked up games like this. Like when you're with someone like this... You can't, you have to play the game. It's like that little, have you seen Saw, the movies, and that little thing comes riding out the tricycle, want to play a game? And you're like, no thanks, but you've got like, what's a bear trap on your face or some shit? (laughs) Have you seen the Saw films? If you haven't, you'll have no idea what I'm talking about, but they're horror films. And it's like, well, mate, you haven't given me much choice, little tricycle puppet dude. I am in this and that's what it's like in domestic violence. You have no choice but to be in this stupid childish game because the only way out is through and it's like, oh my goodness. So what to do, what to do. Step one, have your wits about you. Know that they want to frame you as the perpetrator because they want you charged because what can happen is and this has happened, I guarantee you this ha- There are people in prison right now A lot of them are women in American prisons Who have stood up for themselves Tried to defend themselves After the other person's been attacking them for quite some time Like, these women are strong, resilient, amazing people But they have tried to get out of this situation And tried to defend themselves And they're in prison serving time for what their perpetrator did to them and because these people are freaking cunning little evil tricycle puppet dudes. <laughs> okay, no they're rats. No rats are rats are nicer than these people. There is no living creature that you can compare to little demons. Little evil things. So they want to destroy your reputation. They want to have you criminally charged. They would love you to serve time in prison. They would love, because they want to play the victim and go, look what she did. And it just gives them power that they can say, oh, I'm going to forgive her and take her back. And then imagine, imagine if you truly believed you deserved to go get charged or go to jail for Defending yourself and then going into that relationship again How much control and power they would have over you And the fact that they would just continue abusing you And then threatening to put you back in prison If you didn't do what they said Or if you threatened to leave them Oh my gosh Mine kept threatening I'm going to get you charged And I'm going to make you lose your registration Because I'm a health professional like a nurse You have to have registration And if you do any criminal stuff you can lose it So... He would always threaten, I'm going to get your registration because he wanted me to lose my job, be charged and just be completely powerless. You know, I can't, how can I live? I don't have a job. Oh, I will look after you. I love you. I've been telling you, I love you. I, you know, I can help you be a better person. He legit said this to me. He was, we, once again, as per usual, I was discussing being in an abusive violent relationship with him and how I did not want that and he's trying to gaslight me like oh well you know if you stay with me I can make you be a better person the reason these things are happening to you i.e him like beating the living crap out of you holding you hostage torturing you stalking you tracking you all this stuff it's because you you need help, like, you're not okay. You have a shit personality, and I can fix your personality if you just let me help you. Like, this is out of love. And trying, and I'm just looking at him like, you actually think someone would buy this absolute bullshit. I think he highly, highly, highly regrets choosing me. As a partner, I know that he ended up, I've said this before, on domestic violence pages on Facebook in Australia, Australian domestic violence groups on Facebook, looking for new women and partners, because he had this theory that if he's with a DV survivor, and then he, knowing he's a DV perpetrator, he does it to them again, he's like... He even said he picks DV, like he, he didn't say in those exact words, but he was doing that, trying to find women while, you know, kind of, I don't know if it was while he's with me or after, I don't know. I forget when I found out, but trying to find DV survivors because his theory was if he is abusive to them, who's going to believe them that it happened again And that it's not their fault for happens again. And he would push this common denominator thing. Like it's you, it's happened to you again. Oh, well, you're the common denominator. I've never had a DV. He used to say, say, I've never had a DV order against me or any DV issues. Or ever been anything to do with DV What a crock of shit He nearly killed the first one She didn't get justice mind you Because back then the courts just did Gave no fucks about DV And women in DV And the police just never listened But I got justice I think he's just like oh, I should have picked someone less switched on And that's the thing My thing to you is be switched on Be one step ahead And it's horrible that you have to think like this that was one major frustration. Why do we have to think like the people we're not? We're nice, caring, empathetic people. The people who they always target are vulnerable, caring, empathetic people. Like we have a heart on our sleeve. We are genuine, real people. And it's not like us to have to think game planning and five steps ahead. But I think because I'd already had education in it, and experience with it, that I was just not tolerant of any bullshit. He still did what he did and he still put me through crap, but I managed to pick up what his plan was. I mean, it was pretty obvious. He was trying from the start to like frame me. I mean, the first time he hit me, I'm just walking past happy as Larry. I've said this before, happy as Larry, everything's fine. Our relationship's fine. I'm just walking pass to go to the kitchen all good all happy and he just throws me across the room and then I'm like what the fuck like any human hey and then he yells out to the other people in the house why did you do that Natalie oh my gosh ow why did you do that and then looked at me with this evil glimmer like demonic evil glimmer in his eye and I'm like such a mind fuck. It was like, what the actual fuck is going on here? And it did take me a long time to pick up what he was putting down to actually realize he's not only abusing you, which he loves, which he freaking gets the biggest freaking whatever release in his brain. Like he is loving it and he's addicted to it. That he's also framing you at the same time by every time he hit me, he would yell out that I was hitting him. It was really weird and freaky. Like, this guy is freaking weird. The police just keep saying he's dangerous. He's really dangerous. But I'm like, this is so planned and calculated. Like, what the actual but. While this guy was, (laughs) your abusers, like, assuming everyone out there has them, please don't, zero out of ten, do not recommend, but a lot of narcissists, Who do the narcissistic abuse thing. A lot of abusers are like narcissistic. They run like this. They're like this. I mean look at that man in America. Chris Watts. Who killed his wife and kids. He looks so charming in America. I cannot believe. Like sorry. Cutting myself off. I am that ADHD that I cut myself off now. (laughs) I cut everyone else off in conversation. But now I cut myself off. I wanted to interrupt myself to say. Apparently lots of women write him it's called write him in america in australia we say write to him but in america it's like i'm writing him i love it i'm going to write him and in australia we're like write to him you write to someone but they're like will you write me write you what <laughs> we we say to anyway people are writing letters to him women saying oh you're so good looking oh, oh i support you what the fuck if we didn't do that shit these They know what he did, right? Like that not helping, not helping the cause, ladies, not helping the cause. Yes, we're vulnerable. Yes, we sometimes think a bad boy. That's not a bad boy. That's literally Satan. That's like evil. That is like do you want to die? Yes, tick yes box or no box. Like And it's not just one or two unwell women Apparently there's a lot And it's like Sick Anyway But you look at someone like that They would have had all that narcissism And narcissistic thing going on And he ends up being like a triple murderer Because he had two kids right Or did he have three Sorry And she was pregnant So he's like a big time like murderer And the fact that it's his family Doesn't negate that he's a freaking murderer I reckon there's women out there that are that not well themselves that think, oh, but he'd love me. Like, he wouldn't kill me. Like, she obviously said something or did something to upset him and the kids were obviously annoying him. Like, I wouldn't do that. Like, he would love me. You know that whole thing where men say you're different to other women because they actually hate women and they weaponize like, women against each other to sort of get that control and power. If a man ever tells you, you're not like other girls, And tries to imply you're better, be like, I don't compete with other women. Like, what's your issue? Why do you, like, why would you put, if a man has to put down another woman to lift another one up, like, he's trash. Like, that's red flag material. Anyway, tangented there. So basically, narcissist, psychopath, dangerous person, whatever, abusers are very similar in the way they think. Yes, there are those men that. Like they're alcoholics and they just, they get very drunk and so they get violent when they're drunk. There are also the men that are like bogans. Do you always use the word bogan where they're just like got anger issues because their childhood was pretty crap. So they're just like angry and they can just snap into anger, but they're not like calculated or planned or trying to like get away with it. They just like have anger issues. A lot of people think that's what DV is. They don't realize that there's this other aspect that's the most common. These narcissists, these psychopaths, narcissists, sociopaths, these antisocial personality disorders where they're planned and calculated. And so when I say don't fight back, I mean look at what you're up against. Look at what they're doing. They will be doing a lot of gathering evidence on you that you have no idea about. You should have seen actually at one point, I did, because he would always smash my phones, so I had to get new phones, or go through and delete all our message threads and everything, so he had power and control, and he would always keep our message thread from the day we met, and he would love to search it for any keywords and anything, or send him, (laughs) that. like the time he sent himself the threat message from my phone to his phone, I talked about that in another episode, it's I just laugh because it's who would believe that, but stupid people do. It's really ridiculous. Anyway. (laughs) Okay. Like now that I've mentioned it, it sounds like maybe it did happen and I'm getting paranoid. (laughs) Um, he sent himself, so he took my phone off me every time he's abusive and he sent himself a message. I'm going to kill you. I'm a nurse and I know how, and I know how to hide the body and, or something like that. And it was, like when I read it, instead of being like initially being like, what the hell? Oh my gosh, he's trying to frame me. He'll show people this and they'll think I sent it. I laughed when I first read it because I thought, mate, you had an opportunity to do this. Like, cause you always take your, my phone off me. He did a lot of things. My phone that I don't even know about. Like he set up tracking. He did a lot of stuff. And I'm sure he messaged a lot of people, friended, unfriended people. I think he made fake accounts for people on Facebook so that there he still has, like, friends. He's still friends with me on Facebook. Like, I think he made, like, okay, so here's a theory. (laughs) Like, you know your Facebook friends and then there's someone you don't really talk to much or whatever. Get their profile pic, make a fake account of them, block them with that account And then just use that account to sort of friend you. And then he would have gone in and like friend requested and accepted the friend. Like if I was in the shower or something and set it up. So I see this person in their profile picture on my friends list. Oh yeah, they've been there for years. Like what of it? And he's unfriended their other account, their actual account. And so I feel like there's some hidden little accounts that he has friends. That's why I don't use my Facebook anymore because I would not put that past him, all the shit he did. That sounds so paranoid, doesn't it? But literally, he's done stuff like that. But is he that smart? I don't know. I am, (laughs) to think of it. Didn't think of it till like, ages later. But anyway, getting back to it. Where were we? What was I even saying? Yeah, like, sending himself that fake message. You'd think, like, here you are. You've got this plan. You're going to send a threat, like, a, a very obvious threat from my account to your account. So you'd think he would have chosen, like, something that was believable. And I know he, like, worded it because he wanted it to be a direct killing threat. And then he used the expression, I'm a nurse and I know how, like, to kill. Like, nurses and doctors, like, we, we make people better. We save lives. We're not executioners. <laughs> It was such a clutch at straws. My initial reaction was to laugh. And then when he tried using it in court. So I have talked about this before. I didn't want to talk about it again. But when I brushed over, I was like, oh, honestly, it's not true. I never sent that. And that's the thing. There are times if you're in an abusive relationship, you attempt oh, You There were times I was just like, are you fucking kidding me, mate? <laughs> because his abuse was beyond, like, it was so obvious and so out there and so, like, mindfuckery and what he was doing was just bullshit, that I was like, are you fucking kidding me? But even saying that, even putting a swear word in there is like, ooh, could we perceive that as you being verbally abusive to him? You've really got to watch yourself, but it, it is tempting, because you want to say, like, go and fuck yourself, mate, and there are times you do, but you cannot ever fight back. Like, let's talk physical. Let's talk physical. So, uh, what did I want to do? <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to reflect like, like, what did I want to do? So when I was held hostage, I had access to a, a kitchen. I was escorted everywhere. I was escorted to pee. Uh, like if I got up, like, cause I'm running for the door constantly. So he's always, Right near me and he's fast Even the victim before me That was the one thing she was like She was saying he's so Fast and you don't Expect it for Who they are physically Like so fast anyway So he's always near me But I could access things I could access the kitchen and the Knives in the kitchen And I was being held hostage And I thought I was Probably going to die and, uh, you know, the attempt was made to take my life and everything. But I know the Australian laws. Now, I think there are, I don't know, there are women in like America. Oh, I've got to stop saying like. I do apologise for that. I am really trying not to. But it keeps popping out. It's my um. <laughs> it's frustrating. There are women in America in prison for fighting back. But I feel that our laws in Australia are very much don't you know like with the something freaking like with in with people who intrude your house you got an intruder in your house in america you can have a gun in your drawer and if someone in, comes into your house you're allowed to shoot them in australia while guns are banned you could have a baseball bat or something next to your you know bedside drawers or something if you injure them or hurt them or kill them or anything you will be charged i believe that is sort of different With America and Australia and other countries I don't know what your laws are Like UK and everywhere Latvia, hello Latvians But um, I don't know what the rules are But I do know in Australia Someone comes into your house If someone does a crime to you And you fight back You will be charged for hurting the criminal The criminal is very protected here Probably because With a convict settlement, so the people running the show are like convicts, and so we're like (laughs) pro-convict. I just made that shit up. It's not true. That's no bullshit. But anyway, so I had access, and I've said this in another one. I keep saying I said this in another one. Like, I will get to fresh points soon. I will stop repeating things. But I have said I had access to a knife, but I could not use it. I had to allow... This person, actually I teared up at this point, didn't I, when I talked about this in another episode. I had to allow this person to decide if they were going to take my life or not. Because if I got a knife out, well, one, I believe he was that determined to frame me that he would have run at it and injured himself with my like, fingerprints and DNA on the handle, or whatever, and stabbed himself. Something like that. Something like freaking unhinged. Because you know he's actually self-harmed. To try and frame me before. So I wouldn't put that past him. Or if I'd used it. You know and tried to stab him and kill him. To get out of my house. I would 100% in this country be charged. With whatever happens to him. Either assault. Grievous bodily harm. Murder. Manslaughter. They might drop it to manslaughter. Because he was holding me me hostage. How do I prove that was happening when he's dead? It would have been. I would be a criminal. I would have a criminal record either way. Like, I would have served time. I would have been put in jail. And that is so fucked. How fucked is that? That I'm being held hostage. He's, like, beating the crap out of me constantly. He's, you know, strangled me. I mean, he's going to take my life. And I'm wondering if he's going to kill me or not. You'd think if you have access to a weapon... Guns are illegal here, so there was a knife If I have access to that, why can I not use that just to get out the front door? Stabby stab, slicey slice, whatever I have to do You know, threaten first Say, hey, go away with the knife And then obviously he won't He'd say no, he'd be like, stab me I can't wait for you to go to prison for a freaking assault charge Go nuts Literally, that would be his response And so I would have had to get stabbing. One, he I mean, to be honest, he would have snatched it off me and stabbed me because he would have justified in his head, well, she tried to stab me. I was self-defending. So he would have had a wonderful little high in his brain of being able to stab me and justify it and say, oh. And, yeah, he would have still got charged, but he was getting charged anyway for holding me hostage and beating me up. So he would be like, oh, the stabbing was self-defense. Look, she got me some bullshit. Anyway, I, the fact that I couldn't use that to get, just get out the front door, to get safe, is bullshit. And another thing that's bullshit, pepper spray is illegal in Australia. A man's muscle mass is his weapon that he carries on him at all times. Testosterone makes males so much stronger than females. Naturally, so much stronger. They can grab you, pick you up, throw you, they can overpower you anytime they want. Hence, women dying and the problem of men constantly attacking, raping, doing whatever they want to women because they can physically control them and overpower them. Now, because of that, they're carrying their weapon on them at all times. Why the hell is are we not allowed to have a can of pepper spray so where? on par with them. I mean we're not really on par, you gotta fiddle in your bag and find it, find out where the squirty end is and point it in the right spot. I mean, it's not I'd rather have the muscle mass, but why can't we have something like that? It's just gonna burn their eyes for a bit. They think we're gonna go running around burning everyone's eyes and saying, Oh well, he said a bad word to me and I didn't like it. They let us have something. We're allowed to have an alarm that goes will, 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 will. Yeah, I've pressed one before. No one came out of their house. I've tested those. No one reacts or responds. When you press one of those, they think, oh, something's going on out there. Not my business. Keep to myself. It's all about me. No one cares. It does nothing. Why can't we have pepper spray? If I be able to pepper spray him, I mean, I know he still, no, he would have grabbed me and done stuff, but he would have had very sore eyes doing it. So I'm like, but I, yeah, maybe I could have, maybe, maybe I could have, no, I know him. He's a ridiculously strong and insane. So he's, he, he, he would have been like blind, but still like grabbing me and like, but if I could get away and he can't see clearly, maybe, maybe it would have given me a chance. I might've had a chance, but literally that law of no pepper spray in Australia is saying you can't defend yourself and there have been so many people who have tried to defend themselves or defend others like there is a person going to court that was on the news the other day they were defending a woman who was attacked by a man and it's all over the news that this man attacked this other man not that he was defending a woman being attacked by this man The whole the woman was kept out of the story They were just like Oh he attacked a man And now he has to go to court for assault Not the man who did the whole assault on the woman thing Anyway that's all convoluted and confusing I don't know if it's like this everywhere But I'm assuming it is I mean yes you can have pepper spray in other places Their laws aren't as strict You can have If someone does break into your house Like what my perpetrator did You are allowed to do more. Like maybe you could have stabbed them or shot them or something. That would have been fantastic and amazing to be able to defend myself. The fact that it was there and I couldn't, but I know I couldn't because he'd snatch it off me and he'd kill me. So it was another like risk screening tool. Mm, I had to do more risk screening of Hmm, if I get this, he will kill me. Okay, let's not. But it was a weapon. Oh, I mean, I could have just kill. I don't know how to kill someone. Oh, apparently I do. Well, I don't know how to like stab the right bit and slide. Oh, that even like literally as a nurse, the thought of like, I guess I'd like too many times again. Like, oh, I just, <laughs> did you hear that? Boxing. You see them hurting each other and you just think please don't you un- you're doing work for us you all your whole drive subconsciously as a health professional is to heal the body and when you see people intentionally damaging you, you're like no so i know that if i'd hurt him I'd be like that surgeon and all those nurses now have to go and put that together later i've just given them more work to do <laughs> that's what you think that's how you think so actually being a nurse does not make you Know or desire how to kill people Except for that documentary on that Was that that dude or something overseas That was signing out drugs and just killing people With IV drugs So I'm going to read some more notes that I wrote About this I wrote, if police arrive and there are two injured parties Both are the perpetrator And both are treated as such Both are charged There is no such thing as a victim defending. You must, okay, this is another point I wrote down, very important. You must prove you are always the only injured party. You must be perfect. If you are a victim of DV, you cannot put a foot wrong. You cannot send any bad text or say anything bad. I mean, you can say, go fuck yourself. Because that's not a threat <laughs> You can say You can't say it too much Because Oh, well, that's verbal abuse If you hurt my feelings And so I had to strangle her you is my voice of men And i nice, not Misogynistic voice You have to consistently Report Offences that your perpetrator does To show that you are consistently The victim It takes a lot to convince a court that you are the true victim. Anything that could taint that would not give prosecution a good case against your abuser. If the case against your abuser, like just say they've been arrested and they've got to go to court or they're in prison and because they weren't granted bail and they've got to go to court and you... Are going to a full trial They haven't pled guilty Now let me tell you They will push to get them to plead guilty They will drop charges They will take a year or something Off their serving time And they will show them all the evidence And say look we've got you You can't win this So they will do a lot A lot to get them to plead guilty To avoid a trial Because trials are expensive They've got to get juries and everything And it's time consuming And there's a big backlog of them and the, a big weight for them. So they will try and push them to plead guilty, but if they don't it goes to trial. The prosecution who works for the government, who works to say against the, the Against his defence, so him and his defence versus a prosecution for the government, they need so much evidence to prove you are a victim. You are perfect. You are completely blameless. So you can't be in a DV relationship where they hit you a lot, and now and then you hit back. If you hit back once, you are now a DV perpetrator. Have you? Let's go back to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. She threw something once, and everyone all over the planet was like, "She's a psycho. She's abusive. She's the real abuser." When it was there was so much evidence to show he is unhinged and he is like, "This is a smear campaign, guys. This is a narcissist." And look at the marks he put on her. Oh, they're fake. She put them on with makeup. They're all... F- like, people just turned on her. Because once out of literally being abused, tormented, tortured, like, mentally. And anyone who's out there who's been through DB with a narcissist knows what it's like. And once she was just like, and she threw something in his general direction. And he went on about it. And then... <sighs> I'm not even going to go on about him hiding in the bathroom. Like, oh, I'm hiding. She's going to overpower me. I can't. Like, dude, I've been held hostage by a man because of his muscle mass. You could have pushed her to the side, got out the front door. But you're like, I have to hide in the bathroom. I have to frame her and, like, make her look bad. and co- oh, fuck. I can't even deal. Anyway, <laughs> not going to go down that rabbit hole, but I kind of did, didn't I? I couldn't help myself. That situation. You can't be amber herded in court. You cannot. That is exactly what court is like. Defense's job is to tear you and your entire life history, everything about you, everything online, everything you've ever said to a counsellor. They can subpoena counsellor and psychologist records. Everything in your life they will use against you to destroy you, discredit you. And if you are not the perfect perfect, blameless person, if you have hit back once, they will take that one time you hit back and use it against you and just destroy you with it and convince the jury, oh, this is a he, if they can't convince the jury that you are the perpetrator, like they tried to do, like did with Amber Heard, they'll convince the jury that, oh, it's a he said, she said, it's a two-way street, like he shouldn't have to pay when she's just as bad, like, so that is the unfortunate thing. Frustrating thing Because sometimes you're standing there And this person is being violent And also psychologically Doing things like manipulating you And putting you down And doing all the things, right? And you're standing there And you are just like, mate (laughs) Mate, like, can you not? Like, mm, hmm I am going to keep my mouth shut And do nothing because you And I am so glad and I'm sitting here today sitting on my bed in a home I just put the aircon on I have a pet dog I can go out tomorrow into the sunshine if I'm not lazy I can go to the beach and put my feet in the sand he's in a cell in a prison so when you are there and you are frustrated and this person is like going you and hitting you and beating you and smashing your phone they want a reaction if you give it to them you lose your power you don't have much power in that situation oh look I smashed your phone but mate who has power now who's sitting in a cell because i managed to keep my shit okay no, i never i'm not one to keep my shit together let's just say i didn't keep my shit together like i would come i would say shit i i questioned everything I called out all behaviours and I used DV terminology, which he did not like. Oh, you're doing circle talk. Oh, you're doing this. Oh, you're doing that. He, He didn't like it. I complete, I've told you before, I completely ignored and he'd get very violent when I did that. I did many reactions, but I didn't give him what he wanted. So he had to artificially make up lies, make up stories, make up fake accounts, fake texts, fake messages he had to do all that to convince everyone around me that I was, you know, bad and angry and aggressive and I was the abuser and just the system's got it wrong. I've just been in jail for so long and they put me back in. Like, I, it's just, it's he, I'm so innocent. Like, he got out on parole and he went back in because he did it to someone else. Like, you're a dick. Anyway. <laughs> So what else have I written before we go? Because I can't keep chatting all day about mindless things. So it still stands. A victim must be perfect in a punching bag and trust a system that lets them down. I wrote that. That needs to be on like some, you know, background with some fancy font. Maybe my name in italics or some nice calligraphy font underneath it. It's giving quote. It's giving quote. Let's say it again. So it still stands. A victim must be perfect and a punching bag and trust a system that lets them down. That's it. You have to just allow them to do stuff and trust like, oh, I hope you decide not to complete my murder. Which happened to me. But gee, close. Like near death experience. The death gurgly crap going on like... Dude, dude, you could have gone to prison for it Like, dude I was deadening I was deadening? Totally a word Let's read on to these other notes I've written His manipulation would destroy me had I hurt him at all Yes, he was a very good manipulator A master manipulator He could convince anyone of anything I already knew about DB and everything I knew about red flags I had rejected so many people I was determined not to find someone who was like that And he was so good at playing a character. So good at manipulation. He was able to manipulate police officers. And then they got in trouble. Because they shouldn't have. Uh, He was able to manipulate everyone. A lot of people I knew. Like various people. Not the people that counted. But various people. And it sucks. People who I don't have. Like access to anymore. Like I don't see anymore. So it was kind of easy for him to do that. But. It's like, I don't blame anyone who was manipulated by him. I was manipulated by him first enough to get in a relationship with him and trust him and really deep dive into the relationship thing with him. So I don't blame people. I It's just frustrating. It's, you know, but I do know if they spent time with me or knew that he, how much he's been in prison, like what he's been doing. I don't know I just think if they knew more like and that's the thing if you know more and at the end of the day it's like okay well if you don't believe me when you die ask God he gonna tell you he gonna fill you in he gonna be like yes oh yeah that did happen like I was bad and you believed him sucker (laughs) you find out the truth when you die is my theory but who knows what goes on So yeah, his manipulation was a big thing. So if you're with a manipulator, watch out, because they will use their skills against you. I'm singing now. Why? I do not know. Another note, he still lied that I did, I guess I did do bad things or something, to anyone who would listen to smear campaign me and discredit and minimize what he did. Yes, anyone that would listen, he would... Even if they weren't listening, he'd slide in just a little seed. He had this theory of like planting little seeds, little nuggets, so that they would start thinking bad things about me. But I didn't, not once. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't hit him. But I would have liked to if I had muscles. Grant, okay, another note. Granted, if I wasn't paralyzed while being strangled and had access to a knife, then yes, yes, 100, when I was losing my life, Yes. If I could move, I would have done anything. Yes. So while I was saying, I can't use a knife to get away when I'm held hostage, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> is this not the best podcast of your life when all she says is bullshit, like blah, blah, blah. Anyway, <laughs> this is literally like you get what you pay for. <laughs> this is so bad. I apologize. But do I... I keep doing the behaviours. Mmm, that's toxic. I keep apologising for my shitty, shitty home brand. Home brand is a brand in Australia that was like just really crappy products. It used to be in supermarkets. It doesn't even exist anymore. Now they just call it like Woolies or Coles brands. But anyway, they're our store names. Kind of like Walmart (laughs) and Ross. Oh my gosh, in America, I loved Ross. Mm. Anyway. I loved Ross. Ross in Australia is like best and less, but it was just bigger and better. Like Everything in America was bigger. Right. Tangent. Sorry. Did it again. But this point is so important. I know if I wasn't paralyzed, like, cause when he was strangling me, he was not just constricting my airway. He was constricting everything, vessels, nerves, spine, everything, not one signal, not, not, nothing could get through. I was paralyzed. That's how much these huge hands were squeezing my neck. Actually, the police asked me, was it one hand or two? And I I was still in the minimizing headspace because I thought if I don't minimize, if I don't speak fact, if I say something that my abuser thinks isn't true, he's coming for me. I was still so fearful at that stage that I said, oh, I think it was just one hand. So they just said one hand. So it didn't sound as bad but i don't know i think it was two but i was just and that's so normal that's part of abuse that when you're still in it and coming out of it you are too scared to give an account that might not be cuz you know that if you if they hit you and you say you hit me they're like oh but did i was it like that it wasn't really like that blah 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 and they go you like they go you if you are not 100% to facts and i still had that brainwashing gaslighting that everything must be fact if I say something that isn't true, he's going to accuse me of lying and making it up. And what if he can prove that I lied and made it up? I'm not a liar. You still have those, that way of thinking. So I was still minimizing. And how long did he do it for? I counted in my head and I was like, one Mississippi, two. Like I really minimized when I came to the total that it was, like when I figured out how long. I minimized everything because I was so scared and it's just like this guy's going to prison for like nearly killing you sorry too many likes again for nearly killing you and you're still minimizing to protect yourself just that's how much of a mind fuck it is and what they do to you and how they condition you to always have their back and always protect them it's so crap i was i was scared then To give my statements in that, because he had said he was going to kill me. If he went to prison, he's going to kill me, and he will wait years and track me down and kill me. He made many, many, many threats, so it makes sense that I was in that headspace. But anyway, if if I was not paralyzed while being strangled, I and I had like in the movies, I had access to a knife at that stage. I guarantee you. I would have done something. I'm not sitting there letting this person end my life. When it comes to life and death. If I could have grabbed something like in the movies. And smashed him over the head. Or stabbed him or anything. In that moment of life and death. Yes, I would have fought back. Yes, I would have defended. I would have fought with everything I had. I fought with everything I had that night. To try and get out. To try and escape. I gave it everything in me. But. I didn't hit him. I But in that moment of being strangled, yes, I would have hurt him. I would have done anything I can to get him to stop ending my life. So I think that's what the police are on about. Like, oh, if it's life or death. But then let me think. If I had grabbed a knife, a magic knife that was in the place where magic... Because like, it was the couch. Magic. I don't keep knives in the couch. But if I... Got and managed to get a knife, and like just say I stabbed him in like the temple or the head or something, and it had worked or the neck or something, and he died or got very badly injured. I wonder what would have happened. Like, I would have had to prove that he was strangling me at the time, not that I randomly murdered him. I probably would have still had to defend myself for him dying, I would have had to go to court prove it happened, convince a court and a jury that I was defending myself, it, I still would have been in trouble. If that's it's horrible. It's disgusting. And I probably would have ended up with a a what's it when it's not murder? Manslaughter. But I would have done it because it's it's ending your life. And that's the shit thing about the system. And that we have to allow them to do things to you and trust the police. Mm, mm. Mhm. Just again want to really push that getting justice, getting someone in prison is not common in Australia. We have lost 70 women so far in 2023. They have lost their lives. They have died, been murdered by the men they love, by intimate partners, by men they're in a relationship with. 70, not 7. Not 17 Not 27 70 Women of all different ages, shapes and sizes And you know what really got me Sorry, I'm going on this tangent train They, I saw the media really sort of push When a pretty girl was murdered And they showed lots of pictures of her being pretty And they're like, look, look Now a pretty woman An attractive young woman has died It doesn't matter who, none, that beautiful woman and none of these other women, no matter how old, how young, no matter what, none of them deserve to be killed, that's just media for you though, but I really want to stress again, getting justice is so rare and difficult to do and yes, I nearly died and that's why he served time and then he also had re-offended and all this stuff and all these... He had a lot of other charges, not just, like, strangling me and that. But, yeah. So I just want to shout out empathy to people in the situation where they didn't get justice, which is 99% of the time I made that stat up. But so do misogynistic men in comments making up stats about women killing them. Like, apparently, so many women continue to murder their intimate partners each and every day. But it's a secret. It's a secret. Okay, what else have I written? I'm just going to read what I wrote and it's kind of going over some stuff I've said, but when held hostage and beaten compared to being strangled, it is in my own home. He doesn't live there. He broke in. It's still his word against mine. Even though he has broken into my house, it is my house. He does not live there. It's my home that he's in doing this to me. It's still his word against mine. I don't have much power in the fact that that's my home. He did get a charge for burglary at night with violence. And that charge covered the fact that he broke into my house. So they do acknowledge it. But if I had done something bad to him, then I'm getting charges and we're deciding what charges to give me. Like, mm. anyway. Ah, yes, I've written, if I had tried to stab him, he was so, in Caps Lock, strong He would overpower me and kill me. He would have justified it not only to authorities and people we know, but to himself that he was something justified in stabbing me as in commas things self-defense. If I had tried to use the knife to escape. Yes. So I would have come off worse either physically. He would have just grabbed it and stabbed me to death or he would have, Played the victim and got me charged And destroyed my life Um, I would have come off second best He was huge, quick and strong So strong These are the notes I've written Whatever I attempted came back on me many times over Yes, yes, yes If I tried to do anything ever in this relationship If I tried to I don't know I can't even think of a situation But if I tried to do something that would defend me But not, not harm him Or protect myself Or lock a certain door, yeah, if I locked a door, he would tear the handle off, and I had to buy a new handle, Uh, if I um, hid somewhere, he would make sure I paid, like, anything I did to try and protect myself, or the kids, uh, in his domestic violence, he would revenge threefold, he would make sure he got me back, yes, I'm hiding, that is an attack on him, he says that when I hid from him, while he was being violent, that that was me attacking him, Because I was ignoring him and ignoring him is a... And he would Google that ignoring people is a psychological thing that bad people do or toxic people do. And therefore you're abusive to me because you're abusing me by ignoring me and hiding while he was being actively violent. He would twist that around. So he found me trying to do things like trying to escape, trying to get away, trying to hide trying to uh, uh, lock a door anything like that he saw as an attack and he would get revenge on that threefold so like by, when I say threefold I mean he would go hard on you like you copped it I've written here example if I nearly made it to the door in one of my hundreds of attempts to escape when I was held hostage I was punished by being thrown on the ground Dog water, like from the dog bowl, poured on me, spat on, kicked and punched. And by kicked and punched, I'm talking like big boots. And I'm talking, I'm on the ground and he's just laying into me and punching me and kicking. Like I am being effed up. And that was because if I nearly made it to the door in an attempt to escape, I was, I paid. So I said, yeah, if I pulled a knife, I would have been stabbed and killed as he's live. And he would have lied about self-defense and also got to kill someone. But he would have, you know, got a lesser sentence. So he would have got, you know, because he gets off on like doing all this sick stuff to people. So he, he might, maybe he would have gone, oh, yes, I see an, a, a reason to be able to actually kill this woman now and frame her. So, yeah, i probably will go to jail, but I'll probably go to jail for manslaughter. So he would have like twisted it and framed it as in he was doing self-defense. Oh, I came over because she invited me, he would say. He invited me, even though the CCTV showed him breaking in and forcing entry into my home. But yeah, that's what would have happened. And then I've said pepper spray should not be illegal at the end. I've written that again. So that's my notes. So there we go. Long episode. Oh, should we call it a double double McDouble or should we just? Be comfortable in the fact that I rant and rave and carry on for so long. I actually should delete this. Should I delete it and just start again and be more professional? Okay, how about I have a thing where I just post this one for shits and gigs, but I try and be more professional in the future? Like, I try and stick to the topic, stick to what I'm saying, no tangents, less use of the word like. Like, Yes, you get your, what you pay for, but maybe I just need to just be a little bit more professional. Maybe next time, keep it to time, not carry on for an hour. Have your bullet points. Do them in order. Don't revisit shit once you've said it. Yes, I'm, I'm speaking out loud to myself now. Do better. Do better. <laughs> but you know what? I just love the fact that I can just sit here. Tell you all this stuff that happened. Give your hot tips. And I'm telling you these are hot tips because these guys are freaking nuts. Have your freaking back covered. That doesn't make sense. It's not a sentence. Have your back. No, that doesn't make. You have your wits about you is what I'm trying to say. Make sure. texts. They are going to keep every text you've ever sent. And that was something I was actually telling, telling you before when I went on a tangent. There was a time I was able to delete Uh, a messenger thread between us and he lost it because he had worked his bum off trying to constantly turn every conversation in text to make me look bad. So every time we were texting, and I cottoned onto that quite early, that if it was in writing, it was evidence. So if it was in writing, he was very, very particular about what he wrote. And he not only wrote things to make himself look good. He also always put accusi- accusatory accusations in everything. So I would, you know, say something and he would just go, well, you're not good, you're this, you're that, you're blah, 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 you did this, you did that, and just lie as his response so that he knew if he said something bad, his the next message would be, you did this, you did that. So I couldn't show people that like, I would want to show people, look at these messages, he's really nuts, like he's not good. And I couldn't because he would say, Oh, and bring up things that happened in your childhood, this and that. He would make up lies about you. So you can't show people. Look at this. Um and they'd be like, He's saying that you did XYZ or he's saying that this happened to you as a kid and all this stuff. Like it would sound, it would make me look bad because he would constantly just lie and make up accusations and make up stories that I had told him or something to, and he'd twist them. Like there would be like 1% fact and he'd just inflate it to make it look bad. And and so if you're reading our messages, you'd just be like, what's going on? If everything this guy's saying about her is true, she's arked because every response he would come back with in writing would be an accusation or a lie about me so it was just like such a mind fuck but I cottoned onto that early and if I hadn't if I just let my emotions flow and had responded to his messages like a human being would not like anyone with an issue like a normal sane human being would respond I would have looked very bad. I would have looked abusive and supported his false narrative. So, having to be aware of that. So, when I said, "Have your own back. Have look after yourself." Just be aware that many abusers, from day dot, are gathering evidence against you. Some are recording calls. He recorded calls. There's an app. It's free. You can record all calls, and there's recordings of everything you're saying on the phone, both of you. It's sick. And he started doing that after the first... Well, I think he was doing it the whole time. But I do know definitely after the first time I attempted to leave, he recorded everything. And he would try and bait me. He would try and get me to say things on the phone that weren't true. But he'd try and corner the conversation. Or he'd try and say something nasty so that you'd react. So he could get a recording of you reacting. And this isn't the first. Like, there was someone else, I was with years ago, that was like... Unhinged like this, and it's like if someone's with you and they're gathering evidence against you, that's a red flag. Now, not if the victim is gathering evidence towards the end in their plan to get away and to prove that this is happening to them, that's different. I'm talking about the people from day one when you're in the honeymoon phase, they're actually gathering evidence on you from that day on because they know what they are, they know what they're doing, they know what they're about to do. Once the honeymoon phase is over and they drop the mask, they know exactly what they're planning to do. That kind of thing. Anyway, I'm ranting and raving, aren't I? So, yes, in conclusion, don't fight back if you can, but use your brain. Constantly risk assess. Make sure you always know that this person cannot be trusted. If you are with someone who is actively violent towards you, you cannot trust them. They are your enemy. There is a movie called Sleeping With The Enemy. I haven't really seen it, but the title says a lot. And that's how it felt so many times in that relationship. You are this person who you love, who says they love you, is your enemy. Oh, it's so weird and it's such a mind fuck. But once you're out and you're out for a while, you take off the rose-colored glasses, you see what it's all about and what's really going on. So, yeah, in conclusion, just don't hit them back. You cannot hit them. Unfortunately, they need a hit. They need a big old punch in the head from someone who has some muscle mass, probably not us, because I know I can't punch for crap. So that would not be helpful. It would have done zero things. So yes, they the, mo- the people who need a smack around the head the most are usually the ones giving it to people more vulnerable than themselves. But karma, all that stuff, Honestly, him being in a jail cell right now compared to what was happening to me, all the torture, all the bullshit I went through, it's amazing. It's so weird. And it I went through, that was me slapping my leg. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking with my hands now. It, I went through hell with that person and it is really good to know that they are in there. They're not going to be in there for, you know, forever. They're gonna come out, and they're gonna they've done it to someone else while on parole. They couldn't help themselves and so they're gonna keep doing it because Australia doesn't let women know a man's criminal record. And there's no way you can find it out. No pepper spray, no way of researching and finding out if they have served time in prison for violent Offences or trying to take a woman's life There's no way you can know So obviously someone didn't know and he's done it again And he's going to keep doing it Yay Australia (laughs) Thanks Said no one ever Anyway enough ranting and raving This is a very long episode If you've made it to this point congratulations I would buy you a teddy bear like, if we knew each other and we were friends, I'd be like, dude, if you listen to my bullshit for that long, like, thank you. No, honestly, anyone who's been at this point, anyone who's been listening, thank you very much. Um, people who've emailed, I got you emailed. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the support because, yeah, if you're neurotypical, thank you for listening to my loony ADHDness. If you are not, then... That's why you listen Because you can keep up with the ranting and raving And all the tangents If you are inclined to think Oh maybe she was abused because of her Fun looniness No, uh, when you're in an abusive relationship You're not really fun and loony You're very controlled And not much like that I mean granted I am funny So I'm sure at times I did drop a few one-liners A bit of sense of humour But uh, no, I am not a loony in any regard. I should be by now. Gosh, the things that have happened. But I am not deserving of the violence. In fact, if someone is fun, I think violence is a bit of a dampener on that. I'm pretty sure it's people who aren't fun who are kind of violent and nasty themselves that, that probably should have it. But nope. No, we know the kind of people that domestic violence perpetrators go for. Vulnerable, kind, loving, sweet, empathetic. I mean, I'm not talking about myself, but like hashtag I am. Hashtag I am. That's not even like a proper hashtag. Look, things are getting out of control. It's time to go. Have a wonderful week. Stay safe, legends. I love you. It's not time for Merry Christmases just yet. Another week or so to go before we start saying the Merry songs. We'll chat then. I don't know what the next episode is. I have some plans and thoughts and orgy notes where a tangent off them anyway. So what's the freaking point? Maybe I should just have an episode called The Episode just for shits and gigs and just chat and just make it like a fat chat, P-H-A-T, fat. Just make it just a chat like, how you been? <laughs> Maybe not, maybe that's the worst idea in podcasting history, because you're listening to the worst podcast in the history of podcast, thank you very much for listening, why do I laugh, why do I crack jokes, and why am I funny, and then my topic is literally domestic abuse, I need to not, I need to not have domestic abuse in my topic, like I need to go off and have my own like little tangent-y one, but I just know I'm not like... I don't have a public profile, like who's even going to listen and what am I even going to talk about? But I do, I do listen to you. You're not even speaking. But I just, I listen to myself thinking, fuck, like you keep cracking jokes. You keep cracking yourself up. You keep laughing, dropping one-liners and whatnot. And your topic is literally domestic abuse. Like read the room, time and place. It's not appropriate, but here we are what I do so I am honestly if there's anything a survivor could pull out of this I would love someone to just see how much of an absolute knob jockey I am actually knob jockey means you sex the peen doesn't it because you're a jockey of the knobs knob jockey in Australia is just something you call someone to rib them like oh you're knob jockey like it's just but then I just realize what it means I'm not a knob jockey at the moment (laughs) um because they kill you um, the racehorses that you jockey <laughs> Try and kill you And that's not a vibe I'm going for right now uh, <laughs> Maybe into row two four I'll just gaslight myself To think no Hashtag not all men uh, Who knows But no Now I'm talking about knob jockeys For fuck's sake Telly get your shit together What I'm trying to say is Fuck, I don't even know what tra- it's Welcome to ADHD 101. No, what I really want is for anyone who's out there who's gone through this, see how much of a, like, loser I am and see that I'm just being myself, 100% real, and that you can too. That once you've got the rose-coloured glasses off, you're well past trauma bond. You know all your stuff about it. You're informed and you're guarded against these fools coming along again. And if one does come along again, that's my ex. Because he loves someone who's gone through DV and he targets them. And he acts like the sweetest, most kind, like most nice, normal. It really sucks that I can't protect people. Anyway, he I think he is on a website actually. There's this website you can pay for called Something Offenders. Anyway, it's it's called something offenders and it's in Australia and you have to pay. I think it's only a couple of bucks a month or something, but there's it's got lists of offenders and I think he's in there. I haven't looked because I have to pay to look and I'm tight. Tight means you're a tight ass, tight ass Tuesday. That's some more um, Australian slang there for you. That just means, you know, don't spend much money. But honestly, if I was dating again, I think I would sign up to that and that that website is one that somebody has made themselves and manually gone through information from courts from police and everywhere to manually one at a time add offenders to this page so they don't have many people on it and so it is a bit tricky going on that page because there are thousands of offenders thousands of people coming out of prison every year across just this country who have done violent things And sexual things To women and children And there's no way of knowing And this person has manually tried to add One at a time And I don't even think they've got up to like a hundred I don't know It's because the government Won't support a website like that So I don't even know if it still exists But it's something offenders And you pay a couple bucks So if there's one where you have to pay That's it I think you might be in there I don't know, but I can't tell you, but I'd love to please don't date him. I'd love to see where he lives. Don't date anyone where he lives. But honestly, if I met a guy and some girl on some weirdo on a podcast who couldn't shut up and kept saying, I'm going now, I'm going now, you hang up, you hang up. Um, if she said, Oh, yeah, this guy that did all these bad things lives in this area. I would confront him about it and be like, hey, you live in that area. Hey, have you ever gone to jail? And then, you know, he's going to say, no, I haven't. What are you talking about? And then she'd, then I'd be like, oh, this chick on a podcast. What podcast? I'm going to listen. And then he'd listen. And then he'd be like, ooh, I've got my cranky pants on. Not that he can do anything because I have. So I'm not giving any identifying information away. As much as I want to save everyone from this person, I could have identified him if I only stuck to the what he was specifically charged for but I've just shared everything so it's just best to just not identify not give absolutely any identifying information about this person that way they're protected like the government wants Australia Australia and um you're not <laughs> Australia doing it for women um but yeah also protecting the person who confronts them and you know, and protecting me, that loser. Fine, like I, I assume every episode I record, just assume that loser will be listening one day. I don't know, but I mean, maybe he's not a loser. Maybe I shouldn't call him names because that's abusive. I shouldn't call him a loser. I should call him a winner. Winner prison dinner. Oh, that was nasty. That was a low blow, but a little bit satisfying. Anyway, on that note, here I go. You hang up. You hang up. No, you first. It's time to go. I actually should split this into two. No, fuck it. So I'll put it in one, but like, just pause it and come back. Like, please come back. I'm telling you at the end of the episode to come back and listen to the end. Mm. Special people like me. I'm going to talk to you next week. Who knows what about? I will try to do my best to be a little bit more professional next week. See you, legend. Bye. Love ya. Yes, I'm going this time. I'm hanging up. I'll, I'll hang up. Okay, bye.